If you or anyone you know is or was a cast member and they'd like to come on our show, please just have them DM us on Instagram at Cast Conversations and we would love to have them on. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cast Conversations. Phil and I are uh, matching with some Illinois State merch today. Um, we are. I saw that. I got the uh, the red alert on today. Um, when Phil and I were in college, there was a shirt you could wear. Um, did it? It got you free access to the like home games, right? Uh, I don't know. It had something to do with Fridays. You got some free stuff yeah. on Fridays. Yeah, something. <laughs> anyway, it's not about us. We got uh, we got a today. guest. What do we have, Phil? Today we have. I forgot to ask what you prefer. Do you prefer Ken's or Mackenzie? I know your Instagram uh, is Ken's. Yeah, Ken's is fine. I like okay. Ken. All right. Yeah. Cool. So we got Ken's with us today. Ken's, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's been a little bit since we've had a guest because our listeners know we've been struggling with Instagram. But so yep. we are our first Instagram guest in a little sucks. bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're happy to have you. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so, Ken's, I know you have a lot to go through with role experiences, but first, what uh, what kind of got you interested in the Disney College program? So, I've always gone to Disney like every year with my family growing mm-hmm. up, and I've always just wanted to be a cast member. Like, I don't know, I just I wanted to work there and make magic, and I heard about the college program through one of the CM there. Um, they just saw how enthusiastic I was about being there, and they were like, "You should totally come and like look up the college program, like whenever you hit college." And you know, my freshman year, I started looking it up, and I was like, "Dang, I gotta go." And I was originally <laughs> gonna do the program in 2018, but then couldn't because of school. So, and then I was gonna go in 2020, and then rip COVID, so didn't do that program either. But uh... I was able to come for 2021. Hey, wow. well, happy that you could finally get it to, you know, work out. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like the worst turn of events with everything happening. So um, at least you were able to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So did you have like, did you have an idea of what you kind of wanted to be doing as a cast member? Was there something in mind? I honestly wanted to do photo pass or merchandise was my top roles. Um, originally, I was a media major in college. So I was going to be a photo pass um, CM over in 2018. That didn't happen. But 2020 was not sure what I was supposed to be doing. And 2021, I got my top roll of merch. So that was great. Nice. Mm, Very nice. Very nice. So before we get into the specifics of your roles, uh, you want to just give a rundown of each role that you did so our listeners can know what, what to look forward to throughout the rest of the episode? So my main roles were merchandise. So, you know, kind of sales, retail. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to do the opening team for Star Cruiser. And that specific role was Romer, which was the passenger services role. So we actually did every single thing on the ship. So it was like housekeeping, food services, merch, um, oh, custodian wow. work, uh, concierge, luggage, like all this stuff. Literally, you can think of it. We did it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy for sure. And I also did park entry slash park reader for Magic Kingdom in the front entrance of the park. 
very wow. good. It's yeah. quite a lot under your belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for clarity, were these all in one college program? So merchandise and Star Cruiser were in my first college program. So I did four months in merchandise. And then the other eight months was for the Star Cruiser opening team. Mm -hmm. And then the park entry for Magic Kingdom was my summer alumni program. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, started wanna, from yeah, start from the beginning. <laughs> start from the top. So you said you were merch at Animal Kingdom. So um, you want to tell us a day in the life, your favorite, maybe your, your location to work there, what you did at that location? So my main gift shop that I worked at was the Discovery Island ones. Specifically, Discovery Trading Company was my favorite right in front of nice. the Tree of Life. I loved working there and getting to see the tree every single day. And we got to close a lot. So I got to see the light show of the tree every single night, which was really, really cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about that was being able to interact with the guests all the time because you know, when you're stalking, you have to talk to them about merch. And I mm -hmm. seriously love Disney products. Like, I don't know, just getting to talk about why I love certain items like shirts and like the different candle that came out or whatever's there. Yeah. It was really, really fun. Did you have a favorite item that you purchased that you also like sold to guests? Yeah. Lounge fly. I actually remember there was this Nightmare Before Christmas lounge fly that we were low key struggling to sell. And my leader, my manager, gave us like a kind of like a challenge to try to see if we could sell them all and who could sell the most. And I actually ended up selling the whole stock. Like I just stood there for hours <laughs> in my shift, like telling one why it was so cool to get a lounge fly and why they should buy this one. And I ended up convincing <laughs> so many different guests to buy it that we sold out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's pretty, crazy. It's, it's pretty impressive. Especially so for such a like specific niche lounge fly. Yeah. So are you currently working in sales? I am not. I'm actually <laughs> in law school. Oh, that, okay. that works. That's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. works too. Gotta convince uh, the jury, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um very cool. Cool. So, okay, so you were on the Discovery uh, Discovery Island gift shops. Did you go anywhere else throughout Animal Kingdom, or was it mainly just in that area? I mainly worked there because my first two months of my merch portion of my uh, program, I was there. And then they moved me over to the Emporium. So, like, once I finally got comfortable with, like, trading locations, when they basically ripped me out of my location and deployed me to open the 50th for Magic Kingdom. So mm. then I was just stuck there for the rest of my merch term. Gotcha. But I was able to trade a couple spots for Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. So jumping into Magic Kingdom merchandise at Emporium, how did uh is that correct? Is that the next yes. one? Okay. Yeah. Um how did you like that compared to Animal Kingdom? So a lot of people love working in the Emporium, but for me uh -oh. I feel like I have <laughs> some Loki almost like I don't know trauma with working at the Empire. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> because you, you can like look up videos of what the 50th was like opening it for Magic oh, Kingdom's yeah. Emporium. Like I had 72 hour work weeks, which was crazy. I went from 30 hours a week in DAC closing to you know closing at like 10 p.m. 9 p.m. to mm -hmm. closing Magic Kingdom at like 3 a.m. Uh... having 12 13 hour shifts instead of six hours. 
And then you're having the stress of opening the 50th. So the merch drops were crazy. The fights were happening with guests, between guests and guests, guests with cats, the mask mandate on top of it too. And being in such a big (laughs) store, because the Emporium is like nine different stores put together. I remember my first shift, they came up with a literal brochure pamphlet and gave it to me and was like, here's the different rooms. Try to memorize it. That way the guests know what they're doing when they come and ask you something. Like it was great chaos that's wild yeah yeah i saw i saw the videos on tiktok um it was it was crazy you know um all the fights all the um the the inventory issues like that was wild so what was that like when you if you experienced this if like if they would sell out of something how would that play out yeah, so I've had multiple people before tell me that I ruined their vacation because we didn't have an item. <laughs> of course, so, it's, it's your fault. Yes, it's, it's our fault. Like, I've had multiple instances. I had one mom tell her child who was maybe six years old or so that it was my fault that I was holding the stock backstage and not wanting to give it to their child. So they were like, oh, it's not mom's fault. It's this lady's fault. She's, like, holding the item back there. She doesn't want you to have this plushie and stuff like that. Like... That's crazy. Items, like, and whenever an item goes out of stock, you can you can tell like it gets replaced by something else, like a different product, and like that would happen a lot. And we even had the limit of like two per transaction, Mm -hmm. and it was still selling out because of how much you know issues we're having with shipments. Yeah, people don't understand like the abuse, verbal abuse that cast members go through, (laughs) especially in merch, like. Merch gets it pretty bad. Merch and I mean all of them. Everyone gets it bad, but like merch gets it really bad. Merch and um, I feel like pack. What we'll get into here and yeah, we'll bit. get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but since we have so much to cover and not much time, are we good if we hop over to um next to Star Cruiser, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we got, I definitely so, want to talk Star Cruiser. I don't think we've had any Star Cruiser cast members. Um. Okay. So. I, Phil, do you know? Do you want to start somewhere? I don't know where to start with this. Yeah, I mean, I guess just how did you did you have to apply to get into Star Cruiser, or did they just ask you like, "Hey, you want to come work at Star Cruiser?" Yeah, so of course we had to apply. There was, from what I was told, about three two hundred different CPs or college programmers that wanted to participate in it. So they mm-hmm. all, you know, um, applied it. We had the resumes. Then we were, you know, selected from there. It got smaller and smaller. From the resume over to a phone interview, and then from the phone interview to live interviews with the leadership and proprietors and general managers, all those people over there. So we had multiple rounds, and there's actually a video of them telling us that we were selected. And uh, we had this, like, networking session, and it mm-hmm. was actually a reveal party where they told us that you're selected. As there's oh. About yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So I do, I had a couple of friends that were going through it and they like, I don't, I, now I'm having trouble remembering, but like, were they originally saying there were different jobs, but then it then all got turned into the roaming or is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. So there was supposed to be two positions. There was supposed to be like a housekeeping team. And then like the other one, which was like the Roamer where they would do the merchandise, the food service concierge. And there's yeah. two different divisions. And then like at the networking event, we all got Roamer. 
but like we, we weren't really thinking too much of it because we had the adrenaline of getting the yeah right <laughs> it wasn't until like later when we had our first like official day of training where they like oh yeah we merged everyone together and like in hindsight i guess it's not like the biggest deal because it was just one position out of the like eight or nine that we did but you know it was still a surprise yeah initially applied for two different departments and they just surprised mashed it all mm. so how did you like the star cruiser did i like it as like me working there or like the idea of it like <laughs> maybe both um, both yeah both <laughs> so actually working it opening team we did not have enough staff for it like we were working a ton of hours. Originally, we were only supposed to work Star Cruiser like 50% of our time, and the other 50% of the time we would be deployed to a different location across Disney mm-hmm. World property, which is why they trained us so many rules. But when they opened, they found out how much more staff they needed because of the 24-hour experience. Yeah. And we were like the tail end of every like holding everything together basically here. Um, you know, the front desk and everything needs someone there. You know, food service, you're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You have okay. the activities going on, you need people running it. So they were really pushing for us to be there all the time. So we ended up having the 48, 60 hour, 50 hour, you know, shift weeks. So I got really, really tired pretty easily. I had so many shifts where I would close at midnight and I would literally say goodbye to, to like a passenger be like have a good night and then I'd open the dining hall at 6 a.m so I'd have to come back at 5 a.m get on a bus because I didn't have a car I took the CP bus you know get over to Hollywood Studios and clock in again and the guests would be like oh my gosh what floor do you sleep on like where's your guys's like room <laughs> and you know in story I'd be like oh floor like eight is where I sleep you know deck eight but the reality is, like, no, I, like, got home at, like, 1 a.m., slept for four hours, <laughs> put my costume back on, and, like, came to work. It's, so, like, it was a really cool experience, really fun, and getting to know passengers, and, like, literally living and playing Star Wars, but the exhaustion was unreal. Yeah, that's just, yeah. like, not okay for, you know, your yeah. sanity. I feel like that should um, not be allowed. No, and before, we had a different pay as well because the raise came after when i left Mm -hmm. oh wow yeah i will say i've heard a lot of mixed reviews from people that have worked there yeah i would say it's really fun like i don't regret working there i don't regret like you know i think opening it really added a lot for me since i got to work with wdi and like you know take a part in doing the role and knowing so many like important people that make disney world disney world and mm-hmm. I got to make so many different connections and networks through opening it. But I think if I didn't open it, I don't know if I would have, like, you know, gone right. over and done that. Yeah, I think right. it would be different. I had a totally different experience than other people uh, that are doing it now. Gotcha. Makes sense. Um, so are you surprised that it didn't work out and closed? Um, I would say... Not entirely surprised. Like it is really expensive for a family to go. Like mm-hmm. really expensive. Everyone that goes loves it, and they all leave crying because it's like you literally just spent your time living in Star Wars. Like there were days that I was like, "Dang, I literally just spent like forty eight hours in Star Wars as a job." Because it really, it really does make you feel like you're somewhere else. Like people mm-hmm, cry yeah. over Galaxy's Edge. This is like a whole different breed from Galaxy's Edge. Like it's like quite an experience. 
but it is so expensive that like I do understand why it's closing because it is hard to keep people there 24 hours right you know you know it's expensive if it would be different if maybe only had a couple cruises a month but because of the cast and the budget and what they have to do to keep it going they needed to have it more people per month and it just wasn't gonna happen Mm -hmm. so this is a really weird question but something i just thought about so like was food available to the guest at all times or like were there vending machines like so there aren't vending machines but there was food at all times like we had like the buffets had certain time slots and the dinner had certain time slots and there was a lounge that would open till like 11 p.m midnight stuff like that and most people are in bed by then because they got to get up in the morning to go rope drop rise resistance because they all do that and Mm. We had staff there at the front desk 24 hours that if you wanted to go over there and be like, I want Coke and I want, you know, like goldfish or chips or whatever small thing, they would go get it for their staff oh, wow. the whole time. It's a 24 hour, you know, it's almost, you know, like any other hotel, there's third shift people that are there. There's third right. shift. You just had to go over and ask or call in from the desk. Okay. Wow. Very interesting. Did you have the same cast parking lot as just Hollywood Studios? Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, that, that lot is tough. Yeah, uh, the, the CP bus that I took, they would drop us off at cast services. So I'd have to walk from the cast service area to the hotel. So I'd mm. like trek the parking lot. And at the time, there was no sidewalk or anything. So it was just me cutting through the parking lot. And just get into my job. Oh yeah. I saw I saw all the cast doing that all the time. And I was like, dang, that sucks. Like <laughs> they should shuttle you or something. I know it's not that long of a walk, but it is. And in the rain too. What hurt the most is the early shifts when the bus would not stop there. Like there's no one in the lot and the bus driver wouldn't stop and just open the door so we could jump out of the bus. They'd That's be like, ridiculous. no, safety says no. Like the bus, like whatever regulation said this isn't a stop. I'm like, Come on, there ain't no one here but us. So it's like 5.20 in the morning. Just drop us off. <laughs> so. Um, so a couple more things on the Star Cruiser. Did you see any celebrities while you were there? So the celebrities that I interacted with, the one that I remember the most would be Frankie Grande. Or oh, God, yeah. yeah. He was in there several times. He had his honeymoon there. What? They, on the Star yeah. Cruiser? Yeah, he had his honeymoon on the start. He got married a couple of days prior. Came over there with his husband and their dog, dressed as like Darth Vader, over there. And he came back for the May Fourth celebration. And I heard he was there a couple of days ago again. One of my friends was cruising and saw him there, so hmm. he goes so quite a bit. When I was working there um, on Batu, Frankie Grande came in with his Wait, entourage. Jeremy, it was when you when I was visiting you. We were both there. Use oh yeah yeah we were yeah. we were sitting there as get and we were sitting there as guests. I saw him working though too. Oh and really? Yeah, so I saw I I guess I didn't tell you this, um, because I was coordinating that day. So I was like, I'm gonna just like, you know, walk around and see what's going on. He and his entourage were being so obnoxious, like running around screaming, yelling things. Oh yeah, because I was with, we were sitting down, weren't we? Yeah, and you, well, and you and you said. Uh, or he said bright suns and you were like bright suns and, um, and he's like, yeah he like looked at you like why are you talking to me and yeah Jeremy was just like what was That's, that about and yeah I, I had no idea fact, who he was after the fact we were like oh that was Ariana Grande's brother um yeah so I I'm not a fan 
but eh, anyway, it's funny that it keeps going there. It's just such a yeah. random thing. Um, you know, but, you were right. I didn't have problems with him. He was just, you know, someone that was there. Like that's so random. Thank <laughs> Frankie Grande just loving Star Wars. He loves. I kind of like that. That's funny. Lighting was themed Star Wars too, if I remember correctly, because I remember we were all looking it up, being like, "Why is he here?" And then we looked up his wedding pictures. Like, wow. Yeah. Very Let's see this. Frankie Grande <laughs> wedding. Uh, uh, so I mean, it's like very Star Wars. Did you have a favorite part of working Star Cruiser? Getting to do something different throughout my day, because mm-hmm. no other role has you do other, you know, areas and different roles entirely. Like I could start my day off in merchandise and then end in like food services or a little bit of almost like pack with crowd control. If you've seen, you know, the vlogs, what happens, you know, the big fights and stuff, there's crowd control and there's all kinds of stuff happening. Um, it's just a really cool experience and doing it in Star Wars and I'm a big Star Wars fan growing up. So being able to do that and like literally live in Star Wars was mm-hmm. really Very cool. Very cool. Definitely. Um, before we run out of time, uh, I definitely want to hear some stories from pack shifts because yeah. I know that that's where that's where my like craziest stories came from when I helped. Uh, I would just pick up pack shifts just because I enjoyed it. Um, so do you do you have any memorable like guests getting mad stories, anything like that? Thankfully, I didn't have to do too many pack shifts, but the mm-hmm. ones I did, you always have people that would get so angry at you all the oh. time. Um, I remember specifically, there was a family that would not get off this trash can. And like the leader even came over and told them like, hey, like, could you please, like, you can't do this. And the the girl started crying. Like, she's like 10 years old. And the mom was like dealing with it. So the leader walked away and like came over to me and the literal pack girl next to me and was like, oh, I'm just going to walk away from this. And I'll be, like, a couple feet over there. If it goes, like, really, really wrong, let me know. But, like, I feel like you guys got it. So he left us there. The mom comes over, dragging her 10-year-old girl, and starts screaming between me and this pack girl, being like, you two just ruined our whole vacation. My daughter used to start crying, hyperventilating. It's your fault. You guys are telling her she can't be here and watch the fireworks. It is your You're all ruining the magic for us. We just wanted to see the fireworks and we wanted to ride, you know, this ride earlier. So we didn't come here early enough. And like, you know, F you guys, F this, all that, swearing up a storm and just yeah. screaming like inches away from our face, you know, like. So magical. Yeah. So <laughs> magical. <laughs> that is yeah. insane. I, I, my heart goes out to that, the, the pack cast, because I feel like, I don't know if this is a role you can get in the college program, but. If that was the only thing you were able to do for your entire program, like it would be hard for you if you didn't know anything else. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't know how other roles were, that'd be so draining, you know. It is the back to roll. It is for the, the only thing. So they do they do the crowd control for fireworks and they do the parade crowd control. And I believe a couple of them get cross trained to do the meet and greet area for like the Mickey Theater where they help mm-hmm. like with the queue. But mainly fireworks is mainly what they do. I know many of them are just doing that all the time. That's so it unfair. Is, it is crazy that that's like a full-time role. But some people get. love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. some people, it's like, I wouldn't rather do anything else. Some people love it. But with the way the college program was, you know, going when I did it, you can you didn't get to pick your role. You just got what you got. So someone mm-hmm. might not have 
maybe the confidence or maybe they don't are you know they have a lot of emotions might not want to do that role and they got placed there but you know no choice you know yeah right. that's hard yeah exactly yeah it's um uh, i i enjoyed it but i think i enjoyed being able to do it only like once a week or something like that like on your terms yeah It'd be yeah. like be like yeah, it's, it's I haven't done it in a little bit. Like it sounds fun. I'll pick a shift up. But like if I had to do it every day, I think I'd get annoyed with it for sure. But like what was what was your draw to picking it up? Like it was neat. not like a Wait, right. For you is the whole time, right? No, not the whole time. We got to do like our ships are separated. There's park entry ships. And then fire ships. Mm, they just assume gotcha. what you get. Like, okay yeah we i don't think we've ever had have we had this cast on before this this role like pack specifically yeah no not pack. Yeah. just people who have like partially worked it i feel like i know nothing about it from a cast perspective um that's so interesting so how did you like uh park entry Park entry, I loved it a lot more. There's a lot, you know, it, it can be stressful still because you have people jumping over the gates trying to get into the park, um, mm. trying to run in. You know, we have, we have stuff nice. like that, touch points, people getting mad about the fingerprints. It's not actually a fingerprint, it's a biometric. It doesn't even look for your fingerprint. Um, that's a whole thing. Really? I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, it, it just takes a picture of your finger, places random dots around and then it throws the picture away. So when you put your finger down, it looks for the dots again, which is why little kids have issues because they might put their finger all the way into the scanner one time and then on the very edge the next time when it scans. So it can't find the dots. But yeah, that's not, wild. Yeah. Um, the firework shifts with pack, that was like a separate thing that we got cross trained to do. So I didn't have to do it all the time. Some of my friends chose to do it all the time, but not me. I just preferred park entry and working with guest relations and Getting to stare at the monorail and enjoying myself there is pretty nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's uh it's it's an interesting uh spot to work, I bet. Um, very very yeah. very iconic spot to work, actually. Main entrance sure. of Magic Kingdom. For sure. They get to work the Halloween parties and do a lot of the treats and which wristband shifts too. Mm. But I wasn't there long enough for that. But all my friends right now are loving it. I think park entry is a role that people like kind of overlook a lot, but it's a really nice role to actually work in. It's actually one of my favorites that I've done. Very cool. That's really cool. cool. Um, all right, we're gonna wrap up here um by doing our traditional Disney questions, kind of just our mm -hmm. Disney favorites. Um, and we're gonna start it off with your top. Oh shoot, Echo heard me. Um, your top three Disney movies. Top three Disney movies for sure: Tangled, Moana, and Big Hero Six. Boom! That was just quick. Mm -hmm. uh, I had those on the Your favorite, favorite yeah. Disney song or album? Ooh, favorite Disney song. Probably anything from The Lion King. Anything. Okay. They're all they're all just so iconic, and like I, you know, growing up listening to them all the time as a kid, they're just they're too good. And Phil our mm -hmm. magic. <laughs> um, your favorite Disney character? Baymax. Baymax. Yeah. Are you, are, uh, so, uh, San Francisco in Disneyland opens this week. Uh, I am so excited. <laughs> are you gonna go try to see it at some point? I'm going 
two for sure. I have a lot of friends working in Disneyland. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that I can go visit them and go to San Francisco. Um, yeah. You know, it looks so cool. And I really want to meet Baymax again. I met him a lot when he used to be in Disney World and then they took him away and that hurt my soul. But he's hopefully going to be there in Disneyland and yeah. cool things. Yeah, very cool. Let's see if I get this right. Favorite Disney resort? Polynesian. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Um, your favorite Disney bathroom? Ooh, the Tangle bathrooms. They look yeah. too good. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, f- favorite queue? Ride queue? Ooh, visually to me, is Guardians. I think is really cool, but I hate waiting now for that. Like the videos to play because I've seen it so many times. I know it's so annoying. <laughs> so I think as far as like. Favorite queue to be in would probably be Carousel Progress. So I just go right on and I can say it in the EC. And... Yeah, I guess it's not really a queue, is it? You just kind of yeah, you just, you just go. You just, yeah, just yeah. kind of go on. That's funny. That's a that's a unique answer. We've never had that one. Yeah, never had that one. Well, in the hundred degree heat, you know, you gotta yeah, yeah you gotta you gotta sure. play smarter, not harder. Um, All right, sweet. Thank, thank you very much for joining us, Ken's. Appreciate I it. thought I was missing something. I was like, "Wait, favorite queue?" Yeah, no, that was it. That's what we ended with. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Perfect. Hey, well, it was uh, it was wonderful having you on. Uh, you have quite a quite an experience under your belt with the Disney uh bubble, all the way uh, merch, Emporium, Park Entry, Fireworks, Star Cruiser. Oh my God, so many things. So, <laughs> um, this will be a really good episode for anyone that's you know curious what it's like to work in the college program. Um. If you have questions, uh, DM us. If you want to be on the show, DM us. If you uh, want to know our favorite color, DM us. Um, anything. Uh, Phil, you have anything in closing? No. No, I do not. Sweet. Uh, Mackenzie, Ken's, it was uh, wonderful <laughs> to have you on. Um, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. All right. We'll talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye.